right. Well, hi, everyone. You're listening to Talk Crooked, the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject. While enjoying adult beverages. My name is Kay. I'm Carrie. And I'm already a drink in. I do have a little shot. Um, <laughs> Pre-gaming, huh? Well, yeah. I was working on the podcast <laughs> earlier and, uh, yeah, you know, I just, I drink when I work on this because that's the fun thing about having your own business. You can drink if you fucking mm. want to, especially since it's in the title. So, we um. We can drink if we want to. Yes. <laughs> we can leave your friends behind. <laughs> Love it. Um, all right. So one, two, three, go with your shot. All right. And now I took I'm a sip of water with you. Thanks. <laughs> now I'm moved on to some pretty pink Moscato because I have to finish Yum. off the bottle that I bought. That I don't, you bought by accident? Yeah, <laughs> I don't love it. I, I I'm really partial to either my regular Moscato or my red Moscato, but mm-hmm. it's not bad. It's just not my favorite. Just not your taste, yeah. girl. I've told you. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast or not, but that's what I lived on in college, and that is what we <laughs> yeah. used to drink we used to uh me and my roommates would get drunk and um play just dance and call it working out <laughs> nice <laughs> i went so from- we would have big giant bottles of pink moscato for our workout sesh <laughs> <laughs> i went for a little uh walk today and it was just mm-hmm. going to be a walk and then it started raining and it turned into oh, a no! run <laughs> And I hurt my ankle, but it's fine now. Oh my gosh, Kay. <laughs> um, what have we talked about? We have talked about you checking the weather before you go on walks. I know. I just... And you didn't do it. No. And look what happened. I just, I wanted to go. It was... I'm having an I told you so moment right now. I freaking told you so. I know. I know. It, <laughs> it was fun, though. It, it, yeah, it, it forced me fun. to do something that I didn't want to do. <laughs> and... <laughs> Here we are. I'm pantsless, enjoying a glass of wine now. So, I lived. Oh, well, good. <laughs> you did I, live. I lived, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on the subject of joyous things, um, I just want to talk real quick. Um, I got a new phone. Love it. I'm on a phone plan now, it's really cool to be on a contract plan when you've been on pay by the month all your life. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's been a fun change of pace. Um, and now whenever I call people, my name will come up and not my mom's, which is also oh, kind of nice. cool. Yeah. Um, and then that, that was just a little win for me. Um, yeah. I've been paying my own fancy ass new phone now. Yeah. yeah. I've been paying my own phone bill, but it's been under my mom's account. So it, like, it'll just right. be nice to know that my name well, is we coming up. we were all up. judging you. Yeah. We were all judging you before. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm sure that you were. <laughs> it, it's just, it was. I a, certainly was. <laughs> it was a thing I always wanted for myself and now I have it, so. That's awesome. Yeah. But um, on that note, 
I found this girl on TikTok yesterday. I was um, getting signed into it on my new phone, and uh, her at is Emily Reyna, and she has spent the past month uh, redoing her parents' house on an extremely tight budget. And oh, that's cool. Yeah, and like they've rented all of their equipment. Like it's her and her boyfriend that have renovated their house, and like she's an interior designer, like just got out of college. And so she's posted all these TikToks of everything they've done, and like they've pulled stuff off of Facebook Marketplace for free for a lot of it, and have sold oh, stuff yeah. on Facebook Marketplace that they wanted to get rid of anyway and got money to do different things and like they set up a bar for her parents which was really neat they built a yeah they built a deck pretty much for free um and it was just it was really neat and i do things yeah when we do reno kind of stuff we just we rent things and get where we get things discounted where we can and yeah yeah but she the coolest and best like the, we want to do things right as well so it's yeah. a, it's always a fun little puzzle to figure out how to do it on a budget and still have it be like long lasting and done correctly <laughs> yeah <You> know? <laughs> um like she has a friend who's a plumber and like they figured out how to yeah, get nice flooring kind of yeah yeah um, they found like the best flooring they could get at the best price and um She's got all these videos up on TikTok, and she has started a YouTube channel where she's going to teach people how to do things and, like, how they did things. And, um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so her name is Emily Reyna. Go check her out. She's really fun. She's really sweet. And I just, I don't know. It brought me a lot of joy, and it, and it taught awesome. me some things. So, like, now I know how to cover up some of the holes <laughs> that are in my room yeah. wall. And, um... <laughs> and to do it to be able to do it like for like 10 bucks you know so yeah yeah i forget that not everybody grew up watching hgtv every day of their life (laughs) yeah i'm not gonna lie when you said tiktok my brain stopped paying (laughs) attention and then you said home home reno and i was back in (laughs) i was like oh god what (laughs) <laughs> i wouldn't Is bring something teddy bear dance or whatever the fuck people do on tiktok i don't understand tiktok it's just it's but fun there there are really cute things that, that still happen doesn't on there tell me anything <laughs> it, it's okay i'm too old for tiktok yeah it's just funny i go on there and i find funny things and i enjoy them yeah, <laughs> I, my sister-in-law does that too well, what she thinks is funny and then she makes you watch them she makes me watch them it's a form of love yeah it's wanting to share <laughs> I, something I take it with that you. way but i'm just like <laughs> i this is the seventh of the same dance uh-huh. that i've seen <laughs> no i'm just kidding it's sweet i get it i know it's just like a lot of the same thing over and over again. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. I just... that's That's been my only experience with TikTok. So I didn't know there were people that were doing other things on there. Besides the TikTok, TikTok hamster, of course. But... Yeah. 
spreading awareness about COVID. Um. <laughs> and then there's also the cutest guinea pig on TikTok. His name is Tony, and he gets to walk all over the house, and he picks That's out cute. what he wants for dinner, and Aww. he bit off some of his mama's hair in one video. What? <laughs> he bit off, like, a That's good adorable. chunk of her hair. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. He's Aww. lovely. Little buddy. Yeah. That's like my Instagram though. I get all my kicks like that from Instagram. I follow a lot of puppies and mm. <laughs> and stuff like that. So Oh man. Ouch. I don't know what uh, not much has changed <laughs> in the last week. Um oh I did get a I did get a, a cradle. Oh like less than less than half of what the price of it would have been new so i've got i've got a a bedside sleeper now so i feel a lot better nice um i mean if our house was a little bit bigger and our room was bigger then i just put the crib in the room and there wouldn't have been a big deal but yeah we definitely need something in here um but yeah i got that this weekend so Yay, and I'm really excited for this for this weekend. As we record this, we're recording this ahead of time, so this coming weekend is 4th of July. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see my sister, my brother and sister-in-law and my niece and play with some sparklers and <laughs> take some pictures and have a good time. Yeah, it's I'm going to awesome. yeah, I'm going to go um to a 4th of July thing with a few friends and um <clears throat> then safely yeah (laughs) safely very very safely um and then i'm also gonna get to have a little like girls night sleepover wine night uh with a friend of mine which is gonna be really fun fun. yeah and just kind of chill and i miss those hopefully i get to see my friend sarah because josh is delivering a door that he built for her so hopefully i get to see her this week yeah Oh, I forgot this too. We're also going to try and get some maternity pictures taken with my brother-in-law so that Hammy can be in some. So <laughs> I can't wait to see them. They're going to be cute. It's the so my brother-in-law's who took all of our talk crooked pictures by the way. So mm-hmm. I'm going to have him I'm going to have him grab a camera and he'll be more relaxed than a professional. We do have a professional session scheduled too, but it, you know, I don't really want to bog her down with having to be patient with the dog yeah because he won't he's not gonna cooperate but i know that tyler will be patient (laughs) so i'm determined (laughs) to get some cute pictures with this puppy yeah so all right well should we go ahead and get started yes we have a really fun episode i'm excited this is a cool one yeah so um this week we're talking about imaginary, imaginary friends. friends. <laughs> this so, was one of our like spooky ones, kind of. But I also yeah. was like, it's also a psychological thing, so we can do oh, it. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so I, I figured that I would do psychology, and then you would tell me ghost stories. <laughs> oh, <laughs> pretty much. Yes, I've got some fun stories. I've got like fifteen okay, short cool. little stories that are gonna be really. I had cool. a feeling that we could do something cool with this. So yeah. Um, so I kept it pretty clinical because I knew you were probably gonna do something fun. So okay. Yeah. So um. <laughs> I'm a really big fan of this new website that I found called Healthline.com. Ooh, um, okay. It really, 
breaks things down mm-hmm. really well, but not as dryly as like Mayo Clinic or something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, so this is from Healthline, okay. and uh, this was more up to date as well, I believe. Oh no, I'm not seeing a published date. I I feel like. I, when I found it yesterday, I, I think it was at least updated this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, January of this year. Uh, January of 2020. So, um, let's see. Let me get back up to the top. Okay, so this is just called What to Know About Imaginary Friends. Um, okay, and no author is listed, but know that I didn't write any of it. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so having an imaginary friend, sometimes called an imaginary companion, Aww. I don't know why anyone would call it that unless they were British, um, <laughs> is considered a normal and even healthy part of childhood play. So I know that just as a parent, as a new parent, I know that this is something that I've thought about and I've wondered if it's an actual problem. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Um, I never had like a full on like imaginary friend that like had to have a seat at the table or anything like that. I definitely played by myself a lot and had a very active imagination and could imagine that there were other people playing with me, but I never like coalesced a whole being. I didn't either. Named it Tony or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of my, uh, imaginary friends came from books that I read. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. I, th- that was my, that was kind of my thing is I, I, my imagination was so, um, was so active that books for me really transport me. Mm-hmm. So it was that, that, that was kind of where I got my escapism from. Yeah. My escapism in, um, <clears throat> mom often found me hiding in a corner of my room reading, or I would stay up late reading. <laughs> um, I could play with like my dolls and stuff I could play with on my own and, fully mm-hmm. not need anyone else there <laughs> so um so research on imaginary friends has been ongoing for decades with doctors and parents alike wondering whether it's healthy or normal quote unquote normal um <clears throat> yeah that's kind of a bad word but still um <laughs> most research has shown again and again that it's typically a natural part of childhood for many children so what what i kind of found out through this article is that it's just kind of a normal part of development. Yeah. That that most kids go through in some in some form or another. Um and it's important that they go through it because it's important for kids to have adequate alone time. Yeah. To play and develop their imagination and um I don't know, adults put parameters on things whether we realize it or not and it's easy to get bored you know what i'm saying so yeah it's, it's good for kids to kind of be able to do their own thing so and it's it's sh- it should be encouraged mm-hmm. so um earlier research states that as many as 65 percent of children up to age seven had an imaginary friend at one point wow so that's pretty freaking high yeah <laughs> we're, we're in the minority again look at us okay <laughs> so <laughs> imagine that so what does it mean It's not uncommon for children to create imaginary friends or companions, someone they can talk to, interact with, and play with. These pretend friends may take the form of anything, an invisible friend, an animal, something fantastical, or within within an item, like a toy or stuffed animal. I did imbue my stuffed animals with a lot of personality. (laughs) I I didn't really do that. I just, I quietly played with a lot of my stuff. A lot of my stuff I, uh, was in my head. Well, fair. 
I had, um, I t- you know, we, we had conversations. I had all of them in my bed with me at once. I, like, I don't know. You know how some people, like, sit on their teddy bears and stuff like that? I really thought that they could feel it. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I mean, also, I also saw Toy Story at a young age, so that freaked me out. Oh. So I was like, I better be nice to my toys. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so most researchers... Most research has shown that having an imaginary friend is a healthy form of childhood play. Studies have found there may even be some benefits for development in those children who create imaginary companions. So these benefits can include superior social cognition, more sociability, boosted creativity, better coping strategies, and increased emotional understanding. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um... Imaginary friend can can provide your child with with friendship, support, entertainment, and more. This is a cool little thing too, because it it says five purposes for having an ima- imaginary friend. So this is kind of neat because it seems it's almost like your your child's brain is kind of parenting itself and teaching itself these skills. It's mm-hmm. really fascinating. So um, in 2017, researchers dis- researchers described these five purposes for having an imaginary friend. Um, so number one is problem solving and emotion management. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, exploring different ideals, having a companion for fantasy play, having someone to overcome loneliness, having children to exp- um, allowing children to explore behaviors and roles in relationships. So that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, and so then, of course, it, we're going to kind of go through some questions. So um, is it okay for kids to have an imaginary friend? So while some parents may be concerned, it's completely normal. Um, compared to children who don't have an imaginary friend, children who do aren't different in the following ways. Personality traits, family structure, number of non-imaginary friends, and experience <laughs> in school. So not really anything to worry about. So in the past, experts have believed an imaginary friend indicated an issue or a mental health condition, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy because 65% of kids, like, that's a lot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a lot for it to be a mental health condition. Um, I did so read. To current. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, I did... sorry. Let me just read this real fast. So, okay. uh, so according to current research, this thinking has, of course, been discredited. So mm-hmm. um, go I, on. Sorry. I, I did read that, like, you should watch how your child plays with the imaginary friend. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. We'll get there. Okay. You're getting ahead (laughs) of me. (laughs) So, um, older research found 28% of kids five, found only 28% of kids ages five to 12 had imaginary friends. But I feel like five to 12 is kind of old. Imaginary friends, I feel like, are for much, much younger, but... I don't know. Ten years old seems like an old kid to be having an imaginary friend to me, but... Well, um, I think it kind of depends on, like, also, like, if the child is being homeschooled, if they're not... True. ...really having a good time socializing with other kids, like, if they're in a minority group or, you know, just different. So, I could see... I think definitely come into play here. Um, Yeah. So, of course, I mean, I don't know. Well, I mean, I did have, I had plenty of friends, I guess. I've just always been really okay by myself. (laughs) (laughs) Just knowing that my got friends out there if I need them is, like, enough for me, you know? Yeah. 
Um, that's why quarantine hasn't been that bad. I mean, it's nice to see people when I do, but I've just been like, I mean, this is kind of like how life is anyway. I just kind of like text people sometimes and yeah see i'm really we codependent. hang out when i miss you too much <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know you are <laughs> oh goodness imagination can be an important part of a child's play and development and having imaginary friend can help a ch- can help a child explore relationships and work their creativity so that is all good things mm-hmm. so um how should a parent react this is huge so if your child tells you about their imaginary friend ask questions Mm -hmm. You can learn more about your child, their interests, and what the imaginary friend may be doing for them. For example, is their imaginary friend teaching them how to deal with friendships? It can also help to to play along. Yeah, definitely don't discredit it because that's terrible and traumatizing. So um, it can also help to play along. Set an extra place at dinner or ask your child if their friend is coming on trips, for instance. See, I never had anything like that. Um... Uh, If your child or their pretend friend becomes demanding or causes problems, you can set boundaries. Mm -hmm. Because, see, this is where I feel like it comes into kind of a personality projection type of thing where, like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to explain that, so I'm going to (laughs) stop. You can set boundaries. There's no need to give in to bad behavior, pretend or otherwise. Plus, setting boundaries can be a teaching moment. So there you go. Yeah. And then what if the imaginary friend is scary? (laughs) While most imaginary friends are thought of as kind, friendly, and obedient, not all have been described as so. Uh, Some have been called disruptive, rule-breaking, or aggressive, because our brains are so mysterious and crazy. Yeah. Um, It's nuts what it can can do. What it can come up Um, with. Yes, what it can concoct and create. It's just it's just insane to me it's when so crazy. i was five um i came up with the idea of a unicorn i was five <laughs> couldn't even talk yet i've never even <laughs> seen a picture of a unicorn. couldn't even talk yet <laughs> i've never even seen a picture of a unicorn i just came up with a horn a, a pony with a horn on its head i was five <laughs> oh michael um, it's possible that some imaginary friends, I'm sorry, <laughs> oh, couldn't even talk yet. Oh, That gets shit. me every time. Me too. Oh, fucking Steve. Killing it. All right. Um, he and Rose Byrne are in a new movie together. We'll have to check out. Oh, sweet. Um, all right. It's possible that some imaginary friends even frighten, upset, or cause conflict with children. While many children express control or influence over their imaginary friend's behavior, other children describe it as out of their control, which is a little bit scary. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> That's when it can not get entire- spooky. It was spooky. While it's not entirely understood why an imaginary friend would be scary, it seems these imagined relationships still provide some sort of benefit to the child. It could be more of a manifestation of some kind of anxiety or something like that is kind of what I'm thinking, but I'm also not a child psychiatrist in any way, shape, or form. Well, also, um, what I was reading was, like, forms of trauma, too, which is why oh, yeah. it's really important to pay attention. Yeah, and especially, like, now with COVID stuff, like, that's how kids process things through play yeah so 
there we're all collectively going through a trauma and um my friend who has his um daddy blog posted a picture she he like secretly videoed his daughter and they were like making up songs about the virus and stuff oh that's not bad that's how they that's not something to be upset about or to scold them for they have to work through what's going on that's how they figure things out yeah you know so um it was really cute though they were being really adorable (laughs) um so these mo- these more difficult relationships may still help a child navigate social relationships and cope with hard times in the real world. So again, just let it be. Um, if it, I would say like if it got real bad, like take them to a counselor. But yeah, definitely don't shake them and say it's not even real. Like that's not productive. <laughs> um, not so productive. Let's or talk fun. about no for anyone. <laughs> no one just likes make it that. worse. Why? No, you could make it worse. Yeah. Um, so what age do kids grow out of it? Um, and this is where the worry comes in, of course, as parents. Um, some parents worry that children with imaginary friends don't have a good grasp on reality versus imagination, but this is simply not true. Um, in fact, you can have that problem without an imaginary friend, right, Kay? Uh-huh. That's why my mother and had me tested. And hear voices in your head. <laughs> yes. And I hear voices in your head, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, Still. In fact, yes. In fact, most children understand their imaginary friends are pretend. So kids are aware. Mm-hmm. Um, every child is different and will grow out of this part of their lives at their own time. There are more reports of children under seven with imaginary friends, though other reports have shown imaginary friends existing in children up to 12 years old. It just, I think it, maybe it just depends on how long you kind of need that extra support. Yeah. For yourself. Um, there's no need to worry if an older child still speaks about their imaginary friend. If you do have concerns because of your child's behavior and not just that they have their pretend friend, you can reach out to a mental health professional who specializes in pediatric care, of course. Oh, and then here's a great one that someone's anxiety concocted. Is it linked to schizophrenia? (laughs) Uh, no. (laughs) No, it's not. No, no, it's not. Uh, When it comes to a vivid imagination, parents may question whether their child is in fact experiencing hallucinations or psychosis. Um, So having an imaginary friend isn't the same as experiencing these symptoms at all. Um, And those are often associated with schizophrenia. Um, Besides that, schizophrenia doesn't show symptoms until you're between 16 and 30 years old. So that's way beyond the time of... of, uh, of imaginary friends anyway, which seems to round itself off at around 12. So. <laughs> yeah. <We're> okay. <laughs> um, apparently there is such thing as childhood onset schizophrenia, but it's super fucking rare and it's super difficult to diagnose because, of course, this is also the time of bit of deep imagination for a lot of kids. So that makes it really difficult. Um, but when it does occur, it usually happens after age five but before 13. So still, I would say that it's negligible because it's so rare. It doesn't give a percentage, but I would say it's maybe one, maybe a decimal of a percentage. So not to worry. Um, So let's talk about what the actual symptoms of childhood schizophrenia include, which are nothing at all like having an imaginary friend. Um, That would be paranoia, mood swings 
um, hallucinations such as actually hearing voices or seeing things and sudden changes in behavior, which sounds like the same as mood swings, but whatever. Um, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm just listening. Oh, okay. You're just being very, very quiet. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> if your child has sudden disruptive changes in their behavior and is experiencing something much more than an imaginary friend, reach out, of course, to your pediatrician or healthcare professional. But um, like, symptoms... Huh? Like, I think most of the time you're going to be fine. They just need to get some stuff yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. It's also important to not react from a place of fear and think i'm afraid that my child's gonna get schizophrenia and then freak out every time something remotely mood shifting happens because it's a fucking toddler like yeah (laughs) it's they're gonna be crying in two seconds and then three seconds later you give them a popsicle and they're laughing like it's not (laughs) mood swings are not out of the ordinary for little kids yeah um so um Uh, dissociative disorders are mental health conditions where a person experiences a disconnect from reality but other research has suggested that adults with down syndrome have a higher rate of imaginary companions and are more likely to keep these friends into adulthood so really we don't have anything to worry about yeah i was um i was reading something on reddit when i was looking for what i wanted to talk about today and um this person got on there like made an anonymous account and was like hey is it like bad that i still have an imaginary friend and i'm 20 and like i take them with me to do things but it's like like they know it's pretend but like it just kind of helps them get through life and i'm like i i mean I mean, whatever gets you through the day, bro, I guess. Yeah. As long as you know that they're not real. Yeah. Like, oh, man, that's like some beautiful mind shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Um. <laughs> oh, my God, that movie. So, um, <laughs> that movie fucked me up so hard. So, um, all right, so let's talk about that. So what about if an adult has an imaginary friend? Look at you when you're segues. <laughs> um, I try. So th- I'm kidding. I had no actually- idea. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so there's actually not a lot of research on imaginary friends in adulthood, probably because people don't talk about it. Yeah. Um, uh, that's what <laughs> I was seeing a lot in the it. comments, too. People are like, yeah, but I don't talk about it. <laughs> like, like, why did you bring yeah, it just, up? Like, do your thing. Just do your thing. It does not hurting anybody. Unless your imaginary friend is telling you to shoot people. Like, you know? Yeah. Um, And then that would be not... Okay, so um, in a recent study, researchers did find that 7.5% of those studied reported experiencing an imaginary friend as an adult. However, this was a small sample size and had some limitations, and further research is needed. So that's not an accurate number. Um, With that being said, there seems to be no indication that an imaginary friend... What? What? Oh. Um, Continue. Okay. Um, (laughs) With that being said, there seems to be no indication that an imaginary friend continuing into adulthood means anything different than one in childhood. So, no worries. Um, It may just be a sign of coping or of a strong imagination, though experts are unsure. But again, like you said, uh, people who have imaginary friends know that they're imaginary. Yeah. 
so it's fine it's a hallucination is one where like in a beautiful mind where you you don't know that they're not real yeah um on the other hand if an adult hears voices sings sees things that aren't there or experiences other signs of hallucinations or psychosis then of course an underlying mental health condition like schizophrenia might be at play um so i think we're about done um yeah okay one more little quick thing so of course we've got this quick little insert about when to see a doctor so again most times it's harmless and normal but of course if you believe your child is experiencing something more see their primary doctor and that would be of course if things are being aggressive and if it's starting to become a real source of anxiety for your child i would say yeah um things that are scaring them or things that are being too aggressive uh, there might be some trauma there that you don't know about. Um, not necessarily inflicted by you, of course. Um, mm-hmm. We don't, you know, we unfortunately we can't see our children every single second of their lives. So, I mean, someone could just be bullying them at school. It could be something as plain as as you know, as simple as that, or it could be something darker. So it's important to make sure you take it seriously if things are being scary. Um, but other than that, it should be totally fine. Yeah. Um. Definitely seek out a licensed counselor, though, not just your pediatrician. I would say a psychiatric person is going to be the specialist of who specializes in the mind would <laughs> yeah. be the person to take them to. And there, there are a lot um, of places that are nonprofit that will, like, evaluate your child and absolutely. then tell you what to do. And, like, it's not – it's either free or – a very low cost. A lot of times it's very easy too. Like it's not like they're sitting on a couch having an adult session. There's they sit and they play and the the counselor kind of watches and observes the way that they interact with the with their environment and then you, you know what I mean? It's yeah. it's it's super low key. It's not <laughs> Yeah. They're not going to be interrogated. Um so the bottom line is that having an imaginary friend is totally normal and healthy part of child play of childhood play and having one even has benefits in childhood development. So nothing to worry about. So if your child has an imaginary friend, it's totally okay. And they can grow out of it in their own time as soon as they stop needing the skills that their companion is teaching them. I like that. And that's it. That was a good way yeah. to end that. I thought so too. So. All right. Are we ready for a break? Yes. All right. All right, so we're back. <laughs> um, and I've got some fun stories. Dogs have, dogs have been sedated. Yes. <laughs> we'll see. We'll Ugh. see how that goes. Um, <laughs> all right. So I was looking at Reddit, and I came across an Ask Reddit um, thread that says, what is the most disturbing thing your kid has uh, said regarding <gasps> their imaginary friend? And it was... Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And... Yes. Spooky things. Spooky things. Yes. And she was like a new mother. And uh, it was really fun to read through all the stuff and like see the little snarky things people said in response. But um, (laughs) uh, a friend at brobible.com went through and compiled 15 of the best ones. So... Thank nice. you to Rob Fee I, for doing that for me. <laughs> I do want to say this too. Uh-huh. That 
Reddit is the only place where I ever read comments. Yeah. Because it's delightful. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh. And everything's well moderated, so people who are dickheads get deleted. Yeah. It's only for fun. Yeah. So, this was posted six years ago. The The thread has been, like, archived or archived, but you can still, like, go through and read stuff. Um, did you say archived? I did. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it's been sour cream and chived. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like a potato. <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, Rob Fee says, seriously, these answers were pretty terrifying. But I think they're fun, too. So, this Yay. one... I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. This is exactly what I hoped you were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I could provide. Um, Yay. <laughs> so, the sign of the cross. My daughter used to tell me about a man who came into her room every night and put the sign of the cross on her forehead. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was just a dream. Then my mother-in-law sent over some family photos. My daughter looked right at the picture of my husband's father, who has been dead for 16 years, and said, that's the man who comes into my room at night. My husband later told me his father would always do the sign of the cross on his forehead when he was young. Ooh, I've heard that one before. <laughs> that, I thought that was neat. Yes. Um, I may have read some of these before. Oh, hopefully you haven't read all why, of them. Though. But it's okay. I definitely remember hearing that one, though. (laughs) Or maybe it was on a YouTube channel or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a cool one. Uh, Dodo and Dee Dee. When my older daughter was two or three, she used to have a couple of imaginary friends, Dodo and Dee Dee. They were typical imaginary friends. She would talk to them and play with them and tell me about their lives. Then one day, when she was about three... She was talking on her play phone when I walked into the room. She hung up her phone and said to me with a completely flat voice and deadpan expression, The evil is coming. Ah! <laughs> so? <laughs> and Satan called you about it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god! Mm. Okay. The fuck? <laughs> I see. In high school, when that's the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And then everyone was sucked into a vortex and died. Yeah, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> In high school, one of my best friends had a little sister who was five or six years old. One day, we stopped by his place, completely high, because he needed to get his magic cards. While waiting for him to come downstairs, his sister came up to me and said, Icy told me to ask you if you know when you're going to die. I laughed. Um. (laughs) I laughed nervously. Morbid question, right? But I knew all about Icy, her imaginary friend. I even helped her draw a picture of him once. So I played along and said, no, of course not. No one knows that. Hopefully when I'm very old. The girl shook her head sadly and said, no. Icy wants me to tell you it'll be tonight. And with that, oh, shit. she just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks, <laughs> child specter. <laughs> Thanks for that. 
<laughs> Thank you, strange prophet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will tell the village elders of your <laughs> of your news, and we will bring rain to the crops. <laughs> yes. Oh Lord. <laughs> I was 17. Sorry, I have to explain that. I totally stole that from a comedian whose kid used to come into the room. I think it was named, I'm trying to remember what his name was, but I think it's Dan Cummins. His, uh, <laughs> his son used to come into the room and his thing, his little catchphrase was always, hear this. <laughs> but it's never like, it was never something that like needed to be heard, you know? <laughs> yeah. So he would come in and be like, hear this. I want a grilled cheese sandwich. Or, you know, something like that. Or yeah. just something nonsensical, like, hear this. I finally found my teddy bear. Oh. And I was just like, well, thank you, strange prophet. Oh, <laughs> that's he so cute. He said he wants to shave, his, to shave his son's head and put him in a little monk <laughs> monk robe so that when he has friends over, he'll just, this, like, weird little dude will just pop out of the shadows and say, hear, hear this. this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh that's funny when i grow up i hope i can still crawl through logs and then run away (laughs) what (laughs) okay i love i love big long lists of weird shit that kids say because it's absolute comedy gold right So this one is called Shh. I was 17 and babysitting a friend of the I hate it already. <laughs> I was 17 and babysitting a friend of the family 6-year-old. He'd been in bed a couple of hours and I just peeked in to check on him. He wasn't in the bed and when I opened the door wider, I saw he was standing in the corner facing the wall. Creepiest ah! fucking thing ever. I asked him what he was doing, and all he did was turn around, smile, and put his finger to his lips as if to say, shh. I asked him again what he was doing, and all he says is, leave us. It is the punishment. No! Nope. Nope. Fuck that. Fuck that. You don't have to pay me, Mr. and Mrs. Jones. I locked the door. He's upstairs. I'm out. You're gonna want to come done. home. I'm <laughs> done. Like, yeah, you're gonna want to come home right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, okay. This next one is the called smile. He <laughs> smiled. <laughs> it's the punishment. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> the thing that bothers me the most is he is that he said leave us. Who is us? Like, is Satan in this room right now? Do I have to beat the devil's ass for this kid? Oh, my God. (laughs) Leave us. (laughs) What kind of... How old was this kid? Like, four or five, I'm guessing? Six. Mm -hmm. Leave us. (laughs) It is the punishment. (laughs) What kind of six-year-old talks like that? It's gonna be yours. Oh, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I can't I speak wait. Pretty formally, so. <laughs> My little, or okay, this one's called Roger. My little brother's imaginary friend Roger lived under our coffee table. 
Roger. No, <laughs> nope, I'm out already. <laughs> <laughs> Roger's a gremlin and I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Roger had a wife. Roger can go fuck himself. Well, well it's not Roger's fault. Hold up. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Roger had a wife and nine kids. Roger, mm-hmm. Roger and his family lived peacefully alongside us for three years. One day, my little brother announced that Roger wouldn't be around anymore since he shot and killed him and his whole family. I don't know if he remembers what? any of this, but his genuine lack of remorse was very disturbing. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Was he holding them hostage? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Wow. <clears throat> I killed them all, mother. <laughs> Poor Roger and his family. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this one's called the babysitter. <laughs> you can just see that look on this person's, <laughs> on this person's face. It's just... Okay. <laughs> sure, sweetie. <laughs> you you're not gonna shoot and kill all of us, are you? <laughs> that's put the guns up. Yeah, that's when you take it to the psychiatrist. Yeah, that's when it's like. Mm. <laughs> this one is called the babysitter. Kid I used to babysit had imaginary friends. They were dead. One had Ugh. no head. One was an old lady. Ugh. They were both bloody. The one with no head had insides sticking out of his neck. Nope. No, it didn't. Nope. <laughs> I didn't nope. ask him questions about them because fuck that. <laughs> yep. Mm-mm. No, I'm good. That's all the information I need, buddy. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for telling me. Uh-huh. <laughs> So this one's called... I didn't ask questions because I didn't want to know. <laughs> Me. Again. Bye. <laughs> this one's called The Captain. The Captain. Oh, God. A parent of one of my students told us in a meeting that she was concerned because her son, seven years old, talked about an, Im- an invisible ghost who would talk to him and play with him in his room. He said the ghost was called the captain and was an old white guy with a beard. The kid would tell his mom that the captain told him when he grows up, his job will be to kill people. And the captain would tell him who needed to be killed. The kid would cry. Um, Red flag. (laughs) The kid would. (laughs) Red flag. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The kid would cry and say he doesn't want to kill when he grows up. But the captain tells him he doesn't have a choice and he'll get used to killing after a while. Oh my God. Yeah. This poor child. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna need the ghost to fucking leave these kids alone. This next one's sweet. This is fucked up. That's fu- That's so sad. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like you need to cleanse your house. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Probably. Uh, so this one is called Mary. My wife and I overheard Ew. my two-year-old daughter. I hate it. I hate it already. <laughs> My wife and I overheard my two-year-old daughter on the baby monitor wake up on Saturday morning and say, What? Okay, I'll tell her. Then get up and come into our bedroom and told my wife, Mary says you're doing a good job. 
Mary was her grandmother that she was extremely close to that passed away. Okay, that's really sweet. Also, worst nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, biggest fear about parenting is baby monitors. Yeah. I I was listening uh to a story by um or that Lazy Masquerade was narrating. He's a horror narrator on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> uh this story was about like a baby monitor um that this girl and her friend had with them while they were watching a movie and the 2-year-old like the 2-year-old was supposed to be asleep and they kept seeing this face on the baby monitor so they went up and like the friend snuck up on the kid and caught it like playing with the baby monitor and she told her friend and uh, the mom like laughed and laughed it off well a couple days later the mom and the kid are sitting on the couch watching tv (gasps) and they see the face again no yeah what what was it I, oh, I don't know. That was where the story ended for me. That's the end of the story? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, was it a fucking kidnapper pervert person or was it a ghost? Oh, I hate that. Yeah. I, I fucking hate that so much. Yeah, it was bad. That's why I registered. I actually registered for a video monitor and a normal monitor. Uh-huh. Because I'm not sure that I can handle the video monitor. <laughs> <laughs> the night vision thing is really fucking creepy. Uh-huh. But it'll also be cute. And you know, you know that my kid is going to find the camera and then like just stare into it and make faces and I will (laughs) shit myself. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Or start to talk to me through it. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so scary. (laughs) Um. That was super terrifying. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Um, oh god angels when my brother was little he acted like he had angels talking to him every second one day my mom overheard him say i can't kill him he's my only dad oh my god (laughs) that didn't sound like an angel (laughs) no (laughs) um someone had commented on that i did see that one and someone went oh it's reverse abraham <laughs> That's funny. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. It's not so cool. Okay, so this is Creeper Man. <laughs> my um, son What? My son from the age of three always tells me about the creeper man who lives in my mom and dad's bedroom. He brings it up after he visits them. I made the mistake once of asking what he looks like. Oh, no. Why would you do that? <laughs> my son said. <laughs> Ever. My son said, oh, he doesn't have a face. I'm sorry. Nope. Nope. House full of nightmares. Mm-mm. Yeah. I would never go back. I would never go back. Oh, no. my God. We're never staying there ever again. <laughs> oh. The underwater girl. 
My grandfather had a camp on Lake Daring in New Hampshire when I was a kid. One day when I was six or so, I fell off of the dock and into the water. I couldn't swim. Oh my god. While under, I distinctly remember seeing a little girl down there who told me to look upwards, up towards the sun and just keep kicking and I'd be fine. I swam to the surface just in time for my grandfather to swoop me up and pull me back on the dog. Aw. That's a sweet little ghost. Yeah. The Easter that Bunny. Sound like an imaginary friend, but it's a ghost. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Easter Bunny. When I was 16, I babysat twins who were in the third grade at the time. They always Wait. spoke. This sounds terrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. They always. This sounds like Donnie Darko. <laughs> yes. Which is an amazing movie. Also, fuck that movie. It's a good movie, but I hate it at the same time. <laughs> Why are you wearing that stupid bunny suit? Why are you wearing that Why stupid are you man wearing suit? That stupid man suit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Props to Jake Gyllenhaal, though, for that movie. Right. And his sister. Right? They always spoke of a man in an Easter Bunny costume, and they were terrified of him. One day I was babysitting and one twin was in the shower. His brother and I were sitting downstairs watching television when all of a sudden he said, you need to go check on Matt. Seconds later, <gasps> Matt yelled, he's in here. He's in here. Oh, mother fucking shit. I ran upstairs what? and I had to check every room before he would calm down. I'm not sure which part of the experience freaked me out the most. Uh-uh. <laughs> I still have that fear, though. Yeah. I get really scared when I'm in the shower. <clears throat> yeah, me like, too. And when like when I have to flip my hair over and like rinse out my conditioner or whatever, mm -hmm. I hate that because I'm like at my most vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, mm -hmm. like literally if someone came in, this face full of soap, like yeah. nothing I can do. <laughs> I hate it. And when I'm like really, really, really tired and home alone, I definitely like think that i see shadows out of the corner of my eye and shit like yeah it's terrible i hate it so much <laughs> yeah um this one's called amityville when my daughter was oh, three God. she had an imaginary friend named kelly who lived in her closet kelly sat in a little rocking chair while she slept played with her etc typical imaginary friend shit Anyway, mm -hmm. fast forward two years later, the wife and I are watching the new Amityville, the one with Ryan Reynolds, and our daughter walks out right when the dead girl goes all black-eyed. Far from being disturbed, ah! she said, that looks like Kelly. Kelly nope. who, we say. You know, the dead girl that lived in my closet. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, honey. <laughs> no, no. <clears throat> um, the prettiest girl lived though. It sounds like past tense, so we're yeah. good. But <laughs> yeah, uh, uh. When my younger brother was around four, he had an imaginary friend named Victoria Meadowbrook. He told us that she was the prettiest girl ever, and she floated above his bed at night. And then this is the last one. <laughs> um, oh, that's a whole story? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and <Cool. laughs> this sounds like you and me. 
Um, oh, God. As a kid, I said that my imaginary friend was a ghost. I called him Spooky Guy and said he died in the garage of the house on the hill behind ours. I even came up with his death. He was a 16-year-old who got in a car crash and walked to that house to ask to use their phone, and he died in the 70s. The person lived there, grabbed him, and sexually abused he him there and killed him. Up? Mm-hmm. Uh, the person that lived there grabbed him and sexually abused him there and killed him. He was my imaginary. Oh my <laughs> he was my imaginary friend as far back as I can remember. This scared my mom so much that she tried to look up records to see if that happened and got me a therapist. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Us How as parents, on earth would you have come up with that on your own? I don't think you could have as a kid. No. You don't know what sexual abuse is when you're a kid like that. Like, even kids who are being abused don't know that that's what it's called. Oh, my God. Well, he probably didn't call him that. Call it that. Like, he probably, you know, kid speak. Just, oh, God. (laughs) My mom freaked out and got me a therapist. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I would have done the same. Yep. That's pretty dark. Yeah. Oh, Lord. And those were imaginary friend stories that were terrifying. Super creepy (laughs) ones. Yeah. Doesn't put anyone's mind at ease. No. (laughs) (laughs) Either your house is haunted or your kid is schizophrenic or they have a normal imaginary friend. Yeah. It's one of the three. We just, we don't know. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We've got... Oh, Lord. We've got a little more time if you want me to kind of go through here and see if we can find anything else that's kind of juicy. I didn't realize that was going to be sure, so short. if you want to. Yeah, let's... Um. Oh, okay. So, the one about the captain, there's been, like, a little uh-huh. update. Um, Ooh, okay. The person said, posted this before. Um, I was always creeped out working with that student after that. Um. Edit. Because there's been some mention of schizophrenia and other mental concerns, there were plans made to carry out a psyche vow, but it wasn't completed until after I left the school. The student had other behaviors that were concerning, like telling a girl in his class things like, I know where you live and you might be good at hiding, but I'll still find you in a creepy deep voice. Uh. I hope he got the help Uh -uh. he needed. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh. No. Yeah. Um. No. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) um oh shit that one was good okay my my folks's farm surrounds a cemetery and my dad and my niece were walking down there my niece who is four looks up and says what's that boy doing up in that tree there was no boy but she insisted there was and could describe him her brother used to have an imaginary grandma rose he said she was dead and helped him when he was coloring my kid only had an invisible goldfish he kept in his pocket. It never went much beyond <laughs> that, so I'm assuming it wasn't a ghost fish. <laughs> That's so funny. That's the most pure thing I've ever heard. Someone responded That's and said, well, it wasn't a ghost fish before adorable. your kid started keeping it in his pocket. <laughs> imaginary goldfish he kept in his pocket (laughs) that's the kind of shit that our kid will do yes (laughs) no i have to get randy (laughs) who's randy 
candy. <laughs> my goldfish. <laughs> my imaginary my imaginary minnow or whatever. <laughs> yes. About my imaginary pet fly. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh gosh. About a year ago, um my four-year-old niece started talking to her imaginary friend, Michael Jackson. He was with us all what? the time. <laughs> Tea parties and over our phone conversations. It was always hilarious oh to God. see a stranger's reaction when she would yell in the store, Michael Jackson is calling, as she would whip out her, pay f- her play phone. <laughs> <laughs> he has since been replaced by Prince Eric, who is a little bitch, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Eric is a little bitch. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Fucking tell Ariel you love her. Yes. That's all she needs, and then she gets her voice, you dumbass. <laughs> this one. Oh, this one's good. Not the parent, but the child. I don't remember how old I was, somewhere around kindergarten, but I had an imaginary friend. His name was Ash. One morning, I heard my father mumble something about having sex to my mother. At the time, <laughs> at the time, oh I had no, <laughs> I had no clue what he was talking about. I assumed it was something really that is not something you say out loud around your children. No, <laughs> oh my god, that is something that they discover when the bedroom door is locked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, I had no clue what he was talking about. I assumed it was something really grown up, and that's why he said it so quietly. So, breakfast (laughs) ends, and I... (laughs) It's a special grown-up activity. That's why we say it very quietly, just to each other. (laughs) Oh my god, that's the best answer. That's the best. (laughs) So, breakfast... Breakfast ends, and I decide I want my parents to think I'm a little more of an adult than they think. Oh, no! And with all the swagger a young child could muster, I get up from the table and begin walking to my room. Before I'm out of the kitchen, though, I casually mention to both my parents that I'm just going to be in my room having with Ash having sex. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> And then your dad's face went completely red and the excuses immediately began. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. That's so funny. Oh, that's priceless. Um, it's like when I said shit for the first time in, in front of my mom. Oh. Because I'd heard my dad say it like seven times in a row to one of his coworkers. <laughs> and I thought it was just a cooler way to say shoot. His mom said shoot whenever she would mess up. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I said it and she was like, oh my God, where did you hear that word? And I said, oh, daddy said it. <laughs> In the parking lot yesterday. Completely threw him under the bus. Oh. <laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> and I don't remember what happened after that. I'm sure I was sent out of the room because he was in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Your poor dad. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this one's good. I found that hilarious. <laughs> he did not think I was picking up what he was putting down. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably like four. <laughs> wow. Uh, 
Not exactly creepy, but my cousin had imaginary pet chickens she called Bok Boks. For over two years, she fed them, put them to sleep, and took them for walks. One day, one day, my father, her uncle, was visiting, and she ran up to him with her hands kept together and held out to him and said, Look, uncle, she was always making him imaginary food, which he would pretend to gobble up. So he scooped the imaginary bundle from her hands, shoved it in his mouth, and pretended to gobble no! it up. Only when she started screaming and spewing tears did everyone realize it wasn't imaginary food. It was her bok box. She was deeply sad for days and they never returned. Oh no! Um, (laughs) This one's good too. Um, Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) These are so pure. I love these. When my daughter was two, she was very attached to the light-up fake jack-o'-lantern sitting on the shelf for Halloween. She could see it from her crib and would say goodnight to it every night, called it her pumpkin. Since she liked it so much, we left it up after the holiday was over for her. Fast forward to Thanksgiving at my father's house. During dessert, he asked her if she liked her pumpkin pie. She screamed and began scraping the current mouthful off her tongue and sobbing. We had to reassure her that she wasn't eating her friend. Oh, no! It's a different pumpkin! goodness okay this is this will be the last one um okay when i was about four i had an imaginary friend named bomba i remember pretty well that he wore a purple turban and had darker skin i made my mom set a place for him at the dinner table and scooched to the edge of my bed every night to make room for him for months for my dad's birthday that summer my parents had a party we had a small pool and by this point i was allowed to be in the shallow end with my water wings if an adult was watching me With the adults all distracted, though, I decided to break the rules and go in without my wings or supervision. Someone noticed me underwater pretty soon after, head under my head under butt, my legs kicking towards the edge. My dad jumped in, fully clothed, and pulled me out. Fuss ensued. When it was clear I was all right, the first thing I said to my mom was, Bamba told me to just keep kicking, that I'd make it to the edge if I just kept kicking. The next day, when my mom was setting the table, I stopped her when I saw her set Bomba's place. He was gone, and I guess I stopped speaking of him after that. Too long, didn't read. My imaginary friend saved my life, then dipped out. (laughs) Oh! And someone said a bro is a bro, even when imaginary. Yes. (laughs) A bro is still a bro. Yes. Aww. But yeah, I thought those That's were just cute. fun. That's awesome. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah. Her poor bok box. Oh. And they never he went ate back. her bok box and they never returned. He truly killed her imaginary friends. That's so sad. Oh no. Oh. That poor baby. <laughs> 
that was beautiful. Oh, goodness. I wonder if our I wonder if Arc Child will have like imaginary bee friends or something. Oh, I bet. Now that we have bees. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's really cute. Alright, well, are you ready for a game? Yeah, I'm ready for a game. Alright, everybody. So this is our game by Drunk Stunder Stupid called If You Had To. I can't remember whose turn it is. I think it's mine. Okay. All right, so it's basically would you rather. So Kay is going to go first. Okay. So if you had to, would you? Every time you sat down, two fat guys sit on either side of you. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) No. (laughs) Worst nightmare. Yes. Or, oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. I think I pick yours. Um, (laughs) Hunt and publicly kill baby seals for sport. I would absolutely rather have two fat guys on either side of me. Yeah, same. I feel like we could come to an arrangement. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. (laughs) They're sentient beings. Like, hey, y'all are going to have to take a bath. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And always look away. (laughs) Yes. (coughs) Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah. It was dark. At least it wasn't mine that was so fucking dark this time. Yeah, that's true. Mine tend to get pretty dark. Yours does, yes. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. We hope you guys are all staying safe. Um, Anything else? No, we're sorry this was kind of short, but this was just something fun. This was just a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Something to bring some levity to your day because the world is a very dark place and it's also a dumpster fire. So it's weird because it's on fire, but it's also dark. So yeah. it's like a dark fire. From it's a hell. blue fire. Um, yes. <laughs> from the pits of Hades. <laughs> yes. So um, definitely make sure you, everyone is still wearing their masks in public and washing your hands properly. Um, I definitely had a coworker almost go down. So I'm very glad that I didn't. And I'm, I wasn't brought back into the office. Um, God. So, uh, yeah, it's been... <laughs> it's it, it, It's been a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think things are going to get darker. They're going to get worse before they get better, for sure, because of the impatience of our country. So, um, oh, yeah. definitely uh, remember to, to stay safe and keep others safe around you by wearing a mask. And, um, yeah, I guess we'll see you Friday. Yeah. <laughs> And remember, you are not a monster. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcrooked.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout-out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time!